Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I cannot look into these cameras without addressing the fact that I have something hideous on my face. Um. <laughs> oh, I forgot <laughs> oh, for a sec. I forgot this disgusting mustache I have right now. Yeah, it's um something. Well, it doesn't help that you're sitting, you're sitting right here next to me, too, with that beautiful beard. A little face. grown out. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. I even trimmed it up a little bit today, Making too. Making it look bad. It's, guys, this is a rare time of the year when I'm not really on camera for the main channel. I'm not really going anywhere until Thanksgiving, probably, so I can kind of just... So be, you hunker down with a mustache. I can just kind of be gross, and yeah. no one can say boo about it. You know what I mean? Why not? Besides the podcast viewers. Do it while you can. I'll let you 2,000 Before you get people, arrested. Yeah, exactly. I'll just go to the gym in the morning, keep my head down. Sit in this house, work, do this podcast, and it's fair game to have the mustache. If my mom sees this, I'm sorry, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Genuinely sorry. I like the stash. I've actually rocked some pretty cool mustaches in the day, too, but my wife doesn't let me do it The question is, how dense can the stash get? Because right now, it's lacking density a bit. Yeah, you could fill it in. I need it to be filled in more. You could fill it in. What do you mean you're saying I could fill it in? You could could color it a little bit. No, that's not an option. This is a man's stash. Isn't a... Don't you just got to shave it more? Or is that that's a myth? They, that's what they say. But I do shave like every other day, usually. Yeah. So you're years away. So, yeah. Well, Jack. Wait, Maybe wait, when you're like can, 48. You think, can I make it to next Monday for this pod with this with this stash? What do you mean can you make it? Like, can I survive another week on this planet walking around like this? Or is this too bad for my image? Uh, You could get put in cuffs. <laughs> You could. It's if a possibility. Were, if you were an officer, would you pull me over with this? Even <laughs> if I was going maybe two over max? i definitely think about it. You would? I would think about it. Was it. end of the month, maybe? End of the month. I got to meet my quota. <laughs> I'd think about it. You know, it is what it is, guys. <laughs> I have friends that encourage me to do stupid things, like grow out a mustache, and I always say, like, I'll do it in November, I'll do it in November, because it's like the no-shave November thing, November thing, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So I, I had, Jack, until like yesterday, I had the whole face going. It was mm-hmm. awful, 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 awful. And then shaved, left the stash. And I honestly uh, think you should double down and get a little patch going down here. It's just. Yeah. No, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is what, this is the encouragement that get I get real, you. Get real dirty with it. Get, I mean, this is pretty dirty right you now. You get dirtier, though. You could get dirtier. But do you, you do you agree this looks dirtier. terrible, right? No. You don't agree? What? You think this looks good? Yes. But being honest, as a friend, Jack. Yeah, it looks friend, fantastic. You're not being. That's what I'm saying. Double down. Truthful. You're not being truthful. I am being truthful. I don't think it you looks are. so good that you could get arrested for it. That's what I said. I don't know. I need comments about the mustache. How bad does it look? Because I feel like everyone is lying to me, saying that oh, you should keep it. It looks good. It's just all lies. It's all. You lies. definitely look older. Okay. Well, I think I kind of like looking. I'm a clean cut guy. I like having clean face. Look young. It helps with the voice cracks, though, you know? No, it doesn't. It's like, why does this guy have a nasty mustache and then his voice cracks like a 15-year-old boy? It doesn't work. Jack could grow a better stash than this when he was 13 years old, guaranteed. I, I could grow that stash <laughs> in, like, probably, like, four Fifth days. <laughs> <laughs> with this in four days? Yeah. This isn't that long. This has been only... I mean, we were in Atlanta last week. Yeah. So this has only been, like, eight days, I think. Okay. But 
just needs to be keep more it going. Dense. Then you got you haven't even given it a chance. We'll keep it going. We'll we'll see. I mean, in three, give it three weeks. Okay. Okay. We'll see. Let's go to at least Thanksgiving. I'm gonna walk into my parents' house, like get something, and I'm like, "What the heck is on your face?" Thanksgiving is is doable, Jack. That's only two and a half weeks away. Yeah, that's playable. At least Thanksgiving. I'm saying at least Thanksgiving. If you go to Thanksgiving dinner and it's well received, then you double down for another three Christmas. Weeks. Yes, go back to Christmas. Wow. Yeah, exactly. This would more be than so three weeks. bold at a midnight mass. Yes. Maybe it'll get thick though. I don't and know. You, eventually, you could just curl it. That's sides. the dream. That's the dream. I've done but that. Have you? It's incredible. God, I don't know if I'm there yet, man. I don't know if I'm there yet, but we'll see you guys. Uh, today's podcast is not all about mustaches and my ugly face. Today on the docket, we have a lot of things. Number one being talking about the preview show. Yes. A little bit of the highlights, the highs, the lows, behind the scenes of how we got that venue. Same kind of deal for the World Series itself, talking about uh, booking the venue, uh, the event itself, the stressful parts of it, uh, coordinating everything, the little things. I don't know. All Planning. over the place. Planning. Yep. That sort of thing. Talked about a funny Jack teammate story. I yep. complained about being bad at Fortnite. And, of course, comment of the week, fun fact at the end. So, jam-packed pod. The pod was a lot more dense than my mustache was, put it that way. Oh, it was very dense. Very it's dense one of the pod. densest ones we've had. If we can especially just because it was literally just Tommy and I. Yeah, just Jack and I. Just, just talking. Just two dudes talking. Mm-hmm. But... Without further ado, this is the Pipe It Up podcast and cue the intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pipe It Up podcast, the official podcast of MLW Wiffle Ball. And no games to talk about this week for the first time in I don't know how long. We had a good relay race. Good relay that, race. That was a game. That was a competition. Yeah. Uh, but no MLW games for the first time since May on a Friday. Probably yeah. pretty weird as a fan. It is a little bit weird. The yeah. video was awesome, though. I thought it actually turned out pretty good. I was pretty happy with how it turned out. Mm-hmm. What did, I, You were there, obviously. You yeah. saw it being filmed and everything. What did you think of the final product? You know, I was very impressed when we were like at the uh, restaurant. Shout out to Lucky's mm-hmm. Burger and Brew. Awesome, awesome place. Um, I think there's a couple of them mm-hmm. down in Atlanta. Um that, that place was awesome. The staff was super friendly and welcoming. But um, I, I felt I was trying to, like, picture what the video would look like as we were going through it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were, you know, a lot of different takes, like, with people holding the signs up mm-hmm. in the back. So I was interested to see, like, which ones actually got in the, the video and whatnot. But, I mean, it turned out awesome. It's It looked so much like college game day with the signs. Mm-hmm. And that pavilion, uh, you know, stage booth yeah. stage mm-hmm. thing that that they had there was it couldn't have been more perfect for what you guys were trying to do no it was such a blessing it felt like a gift from god just was like put into my lap because uh we had this idea essentially what it came down to was like a lot of you guys who had followed the channel who have followed the channel for a while kind of understood was that filming this world series on sunday traveling home on monday trying to get out a high quality game one on the friday was going to be a challenge that's yeah, so like what what can we do to maybe offset that and make something that's still cool, easier to edit in terms of uh, time wise. Right. So that's sort of what it came down to as well. This is a cool thing we've always wanted to do, used to do it, but those two things combined kind of is what contributed to this video happening. But anyways, uh, the t- the clock was ticking on like finding a venue, and Kyle wanted a certain venue at, at like a certain place where like yeah, you had a stage, you had an area where we could be privately, no music, and I'm like thinking to myself like downtown Atlanta, what the heck am I gonna find? Like there's, yeah. there's such a 
tough thing to do and a tough sell being like, hi, I want to come in. I want to film a YouTube video. No music, no people. Like, it's such a tough thing to sell at yeah. a restaurant. You know what I mean? So I was, you know, with only like three weeks to go, we had this idea. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a nightmare trying to find some place. I know what they're going to charge, whatever. And so I started doing some Googles for like sports bars in Atlanta and found some stuff, but I wasn't really seeing what I was wanting to see in terms of something that can be filmed indoors. Keep in mind, I have a Michigan brain too. Where I'm like, okay, it's kind of cold outside, but I forget that we're going down south. So anyways, plus you're in downtown Atlanta. Like there's no mm-hmm. big outdoor spaces like that. So I ended up after maybe a couple of hours of looking through things, my search ended up being like neighborhood friendly sports bars mm-hmm. in Atlanta. And the very first one to pop up was Lucky's. So I made note of that, found a couple other ones that weren't quite as appealing, but also might've worked at the staff were to cooperate and stuff. So pick up the phone call Lucky's. I they have a couple locations, like you said. So there was mm-hmm. a location closer to downtown Atlanta. I think it was Brookhaven, Georgia. People were saying like, why'd you go so far north? But I just told you why, because it's hard to find a place yeah. to do something like that. Um, so I called the Brookhaven one first. The call like wouldn't go through. Email I didn't get a response for. So I called then the Roswell location, which was about 40 minutes north of the city. And within like two minutes, I was like, yeah, that sounds perfect. Like, no problem. And I was like, okay, what do you guys charge for something like that? They're like, uh, nothing. Like, as long as you guys are ordering <laughs> food. Uh, that's fine. No one's reserved it. And I was like, this sounds incredible. So it was just like off my plate. Don't have to worry about it anymore. And like, I called them again later and like went through the details of what was going to actually happen. And they were still fine with it and everything. But it was a blessing that that worked out yeah. as good as it did. And it really couldn't have gone better um, in terms of yeah the staff cooperating and the people that were there being friendly and like respectful of us filming. It was great. And I, I was nervous mostly about the lighting. A couple things was number one was Yes, I saw the turf area and the stage from Google Maps and their Instagram page and Google images. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't quite sure how big that was. It's tough to, so it's tough it's to, tough to gauge. gauge. Tough online. to gauge. And that's yeah. mostly used for like live bands. It, honestly, it was a lot bigger than I was expecting. Like the whole I think so turf area. Yeah. So that was a concern of mine was how it's going to actually work as well as like, can we fit this desk along with our cameras up on this stage to have people behind us still? Because it was designed for a band to be playing you know, facing right. the crowd, not the way we had it, but not it was flipped, flipped around. So I was concerned about that too, as well as when we got there, the way the sun was setting, the lighting looked really bad on camera. And I was like, I don't know if this is going to work because when Kyle and I sit down, the sun was setting behind us. So it was like, we were just two shadows, mm. but then what saved it was the signs being held up, blocked out <laughs> a lot of the lights. So it actually looked really good. So it was That's lucky, funny. but yeah, I thought the signs looked better than expected. Like it looked pretty crowded behind us with all yeah. the, Fans, family, friends, um, as well as, you know, went pretty smooth. Everyone, I think, that attended, the families that went out had a good time. Mm-hmm. There was plenty of space for the little relay race thing we did. So I was I was pretty happy with it, you know, all things considered. Yeah. It's, it, it's crazy how things come together sometimes. So a couple just, like, side notes. Um, number one, it being 40 minutes away from downtown, you know, that might sound like a bit of a distance, but we didn't really get to see a lot of atlanta you know it we were it was a business trip yeah while we were down classic there. classic business trip but that that drive was kind of cool because we you know drove north out of the city and drove by a lot of you know large uh corporation you know their businesses and the buildings they have there and it was really cool like i have never been uh you know i've driven through atlanta but have never spent a lot of time down there and i didn't realize like how new a lot of the city was like Mm -hmm. some of those buildings were brand new um 
And then once we actually got to Lucky's, um, you know, we did have the area reserved, but kind of on the side, there were a lot of, uh, I would say, shenanigans going on with, um, you know, <laughs> you, like when if you played youth sports, you you probably have this place uh, in your mind of like after a game oh, or yeah. after a practice, all the parents would say it's like Buffalo Wild Wings mm-hmm. or something. It's like we're, you're still wearing like your football pants yeah. and like you're going and getting some wings. Mm-hmm. You're messing around in the parking lot, yep. you know, where, where you shouldn't be Great doing Great memories. It. Great memories, right? That That's what this place brought back for me because that was like exactly what was happening on uh, or, you know, exactly what was happening there. Um, so yeah, it was just, it was a great, great vibe, great, uh, environment all around. I feel like it, it worked for, it was, it was exactly what we needed for the video. Yeah, I agree. Couldn't have worked out much better besides a little bit of a commute, but once again, it was, it was cool to get out. Yeah, it, it was cool stuff. Um, it was hot outside and I was concerned, Kyle, we, we packed the suits, right? <laughs> I was nervous about that too. Cause I didn't have like a garment bag. I'm like, this yeah. so wrinkled coming out of my bag after flying with this thing, but uh, we like step out outside from the airport and we go to the stadium to set up the field. We exit. He's like, do you still want to do the suits? I was like, I mean, I brought it. I'll wear the suit. Like I'll probably be sweating, but it's just, yep. it is what it is. So we ended up doing it. We got changed. I was surprised. I didn't look worse on camera. Didn't look co- totally greased over, but I was, I was a little warm for sure. You didn't look bad on camera the, at all. The jacket you, had to stay on. I'll, I'll just be blunt here you looked worse in person than you did on camera the camera I agree, did you well 100 you were you look sweaty Which i felt usually bad. Is the opposite though usually yeah. you look worse on camera i feel like i agree so and i've been I, i've also been in those situations where like you're wearing a suit in an environment that you just like don't want to be wearing a suit yeah. in, and you're just pouring sweat but you looked way better i camera. did i agreed um i know there was a woman there who once again great staff so friendly but we showed up they're all excited and so they had like an iPad filming for Instagram live. You can probably yeah. find it somewhere. And she's like up in my face interviewing me. And I'm like squinting in the sun, just sweating. I'm like, this is so <laughs> bad right now. But they were so nice. And yeah, not ideal. The, the camera sur- saved me somehow. The food was great too. The food was food really was good. good. I was busy with the whatever was going on, but you had the wings. How were the wings? Hot? I They weren't hot. Not, not I'm going to come clean. They weren't that hot? The hot wings were not that hot. Okay. I mean, I have like a... I would say an above average spice, spice tolerance, tolerance okay. but those still were not really hot. Well, here's the deal. Which so, I heard that those were the the not hottest of what we could have got. Yeah, so here's the deal, guys. I know people are like, oh my God, the wings weren't hot, whatever, whatever. They were still categorized <laughs> as hot wings. They had a mild, a medium, a hot, and a scorcher. Mm-hmm. But And if it was me eating it with Jack, per se, I would have got the scorcher because it's me suffering alongside of him. But I didn't want to be mm-hmm. the guy behind the camera, commentating, laughing at you and Carson eating the scorching hot wing. It just felt kind of wrong. Yeah. So I was like, I'll step it down to hot. It should still be spicy. Yes. So. No, that that, that was fair. I did appreciate that. Because yeah, it would have been, it would have not been as fun, you it's know, like, the yeah, next you guys day when I'm these trying wings, to play. Me and Kyle going to film it. Yeah. <laughs> it just felt wrong. It, they also, I think the wings were maybe sitting outside. Definitely. For uh, an extended period of time. And so temperature wise they were not no longer warm so i don't know if that helped dumb the spice down a little bit but that was the same case for me and drew on the hot ones thing we did upstairs here they were cold they were cold wings spicy yes but but cold cold wings yes it's very it's it's very we got a moth over here we got a moth in the pipe up studio flying around gotta gotta guess with us today but (laughs) yes cold wing with spice is also unique yeah very very much so i think too the highlight of the day for me is the photos of carson 
with the sauce on his yeah. face. Those are all time mm-hmm. pictures, guys. Yes. Those are all time. They I were texted all time. you one before last episode. He, oh, didn't it was I? so funny. Oh. So funny. He's just smashing the, the wings on yeah, the plate. Yeah, because you had the good. He didn't know how to eat a flat. Yeah, okay. It was, they it was cut also, down a little bit. But. I hate to be the guy to, you know, boast or toot my own horn here, mm-hmm. but I had a near perfectly executed flat you did. eating of a wing. And that did not make it into the video. No, it did not. Which is a bummer. Um, but I, I don't even remember. You went with the push down. Method. I went with the push down. Yep. And I, I, the, the drum, a drum. Yeah. Drum. The drum, drum took me like, I, if it, I don't remember how long it took me, like if it took me 40 seconds, the drum took me 30 seconds and the flat took me like, yeah, 10, I agree. Maybe. The, the flat maybe. was one bite. It was meat clean off one bite. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the great technique. I've seen stuff on Instagram and YouTube. I watch a lot of food content, guys. I've seen. I'm people, getting so hungry right yeah, now. Yeah, my mouth is watering. I need some more of this water. Same. But, um, <laughs> I've so seen hungry. content on Instagram. I watch a lot of food videos it's of like wings. people. It's like how to properly eat a flat. And I've seen people like grab the bones, just bite the meat, and then just pull the bones right out. That never works. Mm-mm. I don't know where you're getting those wings that do that, but I'm usually a guy who will like take a bite out of one of the sides of meat. Mm-hmm. Like on the on the bone side, so I'm holding it flat like this, mm-hmm. and then I'll just separate it with my hands, and then eat the middle. Yeah, but you had a push down method that was pretty. Yeah, you kind of just you kind of just for those that don't know, a lot of you probably do. Um, this is the technique, especially if you're in like the Buffalo area or something, yeah. where the, you eat a lot of wings. But um, you basically just take the flat and you almost you you basically pinch the meat like in beneath in between the mm-hmm. the bone, and you pretty much just sm- smash like smush it down yeah and it almost just like folds off the bone and then you just flip it over and just dunk it, it if you got sauce and then just <laughs> there's no sauce here yeah there was yeah well no there, there was sauce, sauce no, on, no ranch no, no ranch cheese. on the side are you yeah, a ranch guy none of that um i think if i yeah one of the two i'd probably go ranch i'm not a blue cheese guy i could eat blue cheese i like blue I cheese every once in a while not, it's not as good as ranch but i am not a picky eater whatsoever i'll eat pretty much anything one food i try to avoid is blue cheese i don't like it yeah, it's not. It's not. It's like bad. the one thing my, my taste pick, buds but... don't like. Hmm. So. Not even on like a like a salad, like a little blue like cheese crumble. Than, blue cheese just tastes like rotten to me. I don't know. Well, that's what cheese is. I know, but blue cheese is especially stinky feetish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. Is it not? No, you're not wrong. I don't know. You're not wrong. It's just. I not, think that's why a lot of people don't like it. It's just not for me. I feel like I was a little bit picky as a kid. Like I didn't like certain vegetables. I pretty much will eat or tolerate anything now. But say I order a salad and it's blue cheese and I didn't know it had blue cheese on it, I'd be like, oh, blue cheese. Yeah. Like, not, not it. Sometimes on a burger you get like blue cheese and you know some onions and some mm-hmm. barbecue sauce, like the the kind of sweet and stinky savory cheese <laughs> not, like it, it mixes together well i don't know jack it's, it's got to be right take. it's got to be right it's easy to mess up okay too much blue cheese is like all right this this dish is ruined okay you gotta you gotta <laughs> you gotta be careful with it all right that's fair that's fair other highlights from the day uh this the two picks both the sparky celebrity pick shout out to sparky yeah uh, he's that good, was awesome good guy for doing that i appreciate it very much and then as well as Mark Schultz kind of stole the show. He did. He did. F- amazing performance. Amazing performance. Started off insanely detailed. It was with the with the picks. Got less and less detailed as it went on. Ultimately leading to uh, his choice in the Eagles. It's just it was awesome. I, we I didn't know what was coming there. I didn't know he had the sign. I didn't know about his. I figured he'd be like, I'm picking the Eagles, and that's gonna be that. <laughs> and like headgear on. I didn't know he'd go game by game with like yeah. this. Grant Miller's hitting a three-run home run in game two, and the final score is going to be 4-1. to one. Like It was so detailed, which is funny. It was awesome. 
Well, I thought, yeah, he, he uh, knocked it out of the park, got his sign out of there, headgear on, he hit the wave, um, and his sign was pretty elaborate, the little fold down. It's, all, it's only right. He, Mark has just, he just continues to solidify himself as yeah. such an important, valued member of the MLW community. We were in the VIP meet and greet portion of the event after we had people asking for Mark Schultz's autograph. They were asking where he was, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. I had a rare, rare uh, experience this weekend, Jack. First time ever, I believe, where I was handed a poster at the meet and greet, and he's like, here, sign down here, and I look, and above that was my dad's signature. <laughs> my, my dad went to Atlanta. My dad is not the Mark Schultz of the channel. but I heard that Denise was signing things. She has signed and stuff And KK before. was signing things. That's probably a first. Yeah, she was. KK's confirmed. Had, she's had some stories told in this podcast about me and her experiences together, my aunt. But yeah, I had some family in Atlanta. And yeah, so <laughs> I see my dad's signature and I go right below it. Like we have very similar autographs. That is so funny. Similar handwriting, so it was funny. But anyways, yeah, That's Sparky, hilarious. great guy for doing that. I really appreciated that. And shout out to Sparky's Rangers too. They won the World Series. I'm sure he's on That's right. right now. That's right. Josh Young, our boy. Yeah. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. I was talking to Kyle about that and I'm like, That'd be a weird feeling to me. I don't know. I guess you don't know until you experience it. But if you're, you know, 22, 23 years old, make it to the bigs, you're a rookie, mm-hmm. great year, and you win. It's like, what now? Yeah. <laughs> I just won the so, World Series. I mean, we obviously both watched every game. and uh, But just for maybe some of the audience oh, that haven't gotcha. watched it, mm-hmm. how did Josh individually perform, perform in the World Series? Great. No World Series home runs. I really wanted him to go deep in the World mm-hmm. Series, but he had a two-homer game in the CS against the Astros, which is sweet. Um, I think his postseason average was like 300. He had multiple hits in the World Series, scored a lot of runs. He was getting on base, so he did great and uh, happy for him. We we, we preached about him on the podcast before, about how nice he was, and I'm sure a lot of guys in the MLB are nice, but to see it firsthand and how uh, kind he was, and he already said he wants to come back to Houston again for our tournament next month, so just uh, really happy for him and his family, and uh, it's pretty sweet. That's awesome. I mean, I I, I knew he was a high draft pick, and I knew he was talented, and I'd watch his highlights before we met him, but then to see him go out there and have a great season and then see the Rangers get hot at the right time, it was like, dang, this, this guy's going to win the World Series, I think. So that was That's cool. Sweet. He had a great year, so I'm Good excited story. to see how his career pans out. But other than that, Jack, anything else from the preview show you wanted to talk about? I think I hit all my stops. I'm not sure if you had any segments planned for the end of this episode, okay. um, but I think it's only fair. I hate to do it. Probably not great manager uh material or i guess i should say probably just not what you want to hear from your manager but i gotta i gotta talk about the whiff of the week here with trevor trevor bottom i mean we it needs to be addressed yeah in the relay yeah with a with a very commanding lead and i think he was practicing the chip shot for about an hour leading up to the relay afternoon The, the entire time we were there while everyone's eating uh holding up signs in in the back for the game day portion Trevor and Dallas were over there practicing the chipping. And then my boy TB is just pulling everything to TB2. the left. Pulling everything. TB2 is just pull, pull, pull. Didn't adjust. Um, I mean, we had a commanding lead. You did. And it was, and, and I really, I, I'm bummed I didn't get I haven't seen a lead blown that bad since the Cobras back in 2017. No, no, exactly. I mean, exactly. It was, uh, 
I think the problem was he almost had too much time. He was really taking his time on each shot. I think he should have went more with the rapid he fire. He should have just, yeah, he should have just got lucky. You know, yeah. just just rapid fire got lucky. I will say, though. Uh, Sorry, Trevor. It had to be. Had to be, had to be said. Glad, had you, to be glad said. you brought that up. <laughs> uh, but it was a, definitely a choke there on the third leg of the relay race. <laughs> um, but in your defense and in everybody's defense, you know, Dallas's shot that one and wasn't the prettiest. He kind of just no, hit a little dribble over there. That's all you needed. I know. I that's know. That's all you needed. But in, in the practice rounds, they were kind of going for the clean chip, and they started mm-hmm. to bounce it, and it got more and more bouncy as the day went on. And it was like, that's how we're going to end this thing on a little dribbler into the net. But, I mean, a win's a win. A dub's a dub. Dub's a dub. Dub's a dub. Gave the Eagles any sort of momentum, I guess, you could bring into the following day. So that was Saturday night, if it wasn't clear. That was Saturday, yeah. October 28th. And then we drove back to downtown Atlanta. And then prepped all this stuff, and then Sunday morning was the World Series. So that was actually filmed in Atlanta. Yes, if you guys were unclear. Yeah. So I think just that's that's really all I had left to be said okay. about that video. But great video, I guess. Moving more into the actual event on Sunday, you know, without giving away any of the results, um, I guess just talk to talk to the audience about um, kind of the planning that that went into this, like. How did you even, first of all, I guess, how did you even get into and settle on Mercedes-Benz in Atlanta? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, well, it's a combination of just like, just very similar to SoFi last year. It was just an opportunity presenting itself. And then, okay, what do we got to do to capitalize on this? Like, how do you actually make it happen versus just an idea? So in terms of the venue and why Mercedes and whatnot, um, number one, it's, I mean, I'd put it up there in the top two of NFL stadiums with SoFi being number one, then that being number two. I might even put Mercedes above that, to be honest, after seeing both, they're both incredible venues. SoFi had more of like a, it had more of a, I'm not, I'm not a well-versed guy in the LA area, but it did have more of like an LA feel. It felt very uh, modern and new and tech Futuristic. And yeah. It felt very like corporate event and like just a fun place to be for a concert, a game, whatever. Whereas Mercedes-Benz Stadium felt like a football stadium. Had a little grit to it. Had a little bit of grit to it in terms of just like the Falcons colors being everywhere around mm-hmm. it, you know, SoFi stadiums for two teams right. and stuff like that. So it's very different. Whereas Mercedes Benz has red everywhere and the seats have the Falcons logo on it and sweet Falcon stuff everywhere. They also do host Atlanta United MLS soccer, which is cool right. too, as well yep. as concerts and whatnot. But it felt more like this is the home stadium for my football team, which is yeah. the Atlanta Falcons. Right. So that was cool. And the roof in there is incredible how it opens up and they had the red up in the morning, which was really cool to see it. Uh, was just different, different vibe. That's a, that's an aside a bit. Uh, how we got the venue, like I said, opportunity came up to where uh, one of the former ticket sales now in the event space more so filed, followed Kyle on Twitter, and then we just followed that up with a DM saying like we'd love to you know, he, get on a call. He or, she works uh, in ticket sales. Rob, for them? Rob did work in ticket sales. Now he's in. Uh, well, now he's. I think he's still in ticket sales, but he's not like just like making cold calls anymore. He's more of on the management side of things. Oh, I see. For so, for Mercedes Benz, for the Falcons and MLS. Yeah, I see. So okay. yes, 
So that's how it happened. Uh, just a follow on Twitter, and then we connected on LinkedIn with him. Got on a call with him. Probably what was, came, yeah, came what was the late. timeline? Came together like, late. When did you start? Yeah, planning. Came all together this, late yeah. for sure. And I had other ideas. I guess I won't say them because I don't. It could be a next year thing. But so far, we sort of had I think first contact in May, and it was pretty much locked down prior to the All Star break. This didn't uh, come together till later. Like early August was probably our first meetings, mid August, and then September really got more set in stone. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it was like we had already told you guys before the playoffs where we were going to be, but we were still kind of crossing the T's and dotting the I's on everything, making sure it was good to go. So yeah, that's kind of how it came together. Later than before, a couple meetings, and it actually was. Uh, I guess I'll say this: um, the original idea was to do it privately again, At- and like with no fans. That oh, makes sense. okay, yeah. So that's what Kyle wanted to do, just because of spoilers and whatnot. And I was more so on the side of I wanted to have fans there, and uh, so we went back and forth on that for a while. So he pitched it to them as a private event, like SoFi was, and we were going to do it in mid September again. And Rob kind of came back and was like, yeah, "Not going to work. There's no dates available. Can't get you on the field." So it was kind of like dud. And then uh, we counter emailed with the idea of doing it with fans on that October 28th, 29th weekend. And he emailed us back saying, I like the pivot as well as we just had a, there was like two events in the field that day, half and half, I think. It was like a sneaker Mm -hmm. con, something else. And it all got canceled the week before. So he was like, it's open that day. We could do it then. And they liked the idea of having fans there. So it it like just all kind of came together quickly after that. Wow. That makes sense. So um, if, if, uh, if this would spoil something for maybe next year, then you don't have to answer it. But, let's just say that it didn't work out that way mm-hmm. and it fell through. Mm-hmm. Was there a plan B or would it just been playing it at the meadows? Like good, like good old times. I, it wouldn't have been at the meadows. Okay. We, we would have did something cool. Okay. Um, like I said, I don't want to spoil too much, but yeah, uh, it's, there was ideas that were more easily attainable compared to Mercedes Benz stadium. Still very cool venues in my opinion, but I think it would have been easier logistically to make happen. Gotcha. And I was confident of like the six choices I had laid out that we would have been able to secure one of them within the two month window we had. Gotcha. So, so you mentioned, uh, you said you didn't want to spoil some ideas cause you know, might, might, might yeah. come into play next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but what did you guys, other than having live fans, what did you look to do differently after having the experience in SoFi from mm-hmm. a year ago versus this year? Yeah. Fans is a big one. Yeah. Uh, so that was definitely something that changed a lot, as well as this will pertain a little bit to the YouTube audience, too, because we will incorporate what we were showing on the boards into the YouTube videos. But we didn't have any displays on in L.A., like all the scoreboards and the fascias, they're called like the little strips you see around the stadium, you know, of digital mm-hmm. displays. None of that was incorporated last year. And uh, we were more so we just had half the field at SoFi and like even on the board they were doing stuff like while we were playing like they were testing out graphics and whatnot for the Rams games which was cool for us because it was cool to see it happening and it made cool backgrounds for us. Yeah. But it was nothing MLW branded or we had no control over it. So with fans being there you kind of have to make it so yes fans help the YouTube video but okay people are paying to come watch this event you got to make it some more of like an experience. So we wanted to have the boards on so we worked through the detail of that with their production team. And so we had the main, they call it the halo board. So it's very similar to SoFi where it's like a continuous loop. Yeah. Really cool. Difference at SoFi is that it's double-sided at SoFi. Mm. This one at Mercedes-Benz is not. And also the one at SoFi too, it's funny. At field level at SoFi looking up, you can kind of just see it as plain as it is. 
Whereas field level here, like if you're a player, say on the Falcons, say you're B. John Robinson, you look up at the board to watch your touchdown replay, you can't really see it. It's like yeah, black down there. Yeah, it is tough to see. When you go to the crowd, it's crystal clear, but mm-hmm. it's really hard to see anything from the field, which is weird. But so that was a big, uh, big change. Addition, yeah. Wasn't too much work. I mean, it was because we were like crammed to finish it, but um, like meeting the deadlines and stuff like that. But it was just one really long day. But we had, so we had like a main display that was always showing during the games, which you guys already saw pictures of, where it had both team logos, yep. World Series logo, MLW Wiffle Ball, that sort of thing. And then we had a couple videos that played in between the games while you guys were changing your jerseys and taking a breather for five minutes just yeah. to keep the crowd entertained. So just like when you go to, say you're a Dodgers fan, you go to a Dodgers game, and in between innings, they'll be like, uh, let's say there's a woman who works there who gets on the microphone and she talks and then like a video plays or they get the crowd involved. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Nice. Stuff like that. We try to do our best stats. We had one video that played in between the games for all the fans. Sock toss, redemption. Sock toss, redemption Louis. happened as well. Um, and then, so you guys stay tuned for that in the video. I don't know if I'll make final cut, but it was a success. <laughs> and no net this time, so it was easy. <laughs> and uh, what else? So, yeah, that incorporated as well as we had microphones at field level to talk to the fans. If there was, like, a review that ever happened or saying um, if there was, like, a controversial call, like, making things more clear, if, like, a ball that ticked the zone that wasn't clear from the fans, Kyle could say that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So it was just making it more of an experience for the fans that were there as well as making it trying to be better for the YouTube video, too. So we got more signage for the fence this year compared to last year. Um, Besides that, it wasn't. The field was pretty similar to last year. The signage was the big difference in the fence. We we stepped that up, and then you'll have, like I said, the board, the fascia, what they call it. You'll see you'll you'll be able to see the team logos and the scores uh, in the main shot on YouTube too, which was cool. Fans can see it behind us. You'll see it in the camera view as well. So two part question: um, After having the event in uh, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure there were some challenges with that. Were, were there anything, was there anything that you like had already gone through once that you're like, Oh, we're, we're not going to do that again. And we're going to fix it for this time. Uh, kinda, you learn a couple of things. It was definitely different this year, right? Cause so far we sort of just showed up and did our thing with like nobody watching. So you can yeah. easily screw up and do something again in terms of like the live production aspect of it. But so there was definitely challenges there, but one thing we did so far that we didn't do this year is, so we have that pop-up PVC fence mm-hmm. uh, we buy for these events, which is unfortunately kind of expensive. You know, it's a couple thousand dollars, but we paid a fortune to ship that back to Michigan this year to use it whenever we needed to, which we did use it in Detroit. So we yeah. got something out of it. But this year I told Kyle, I was like, dude, I was like, there's no point in shipping that back. We already have one here. It's so it's more expensive. It's basically what I'm saying is we could have shipped that fence. We got in SoFi to Atlanta to use again, mm-hmm. the same fence. And that was kind of the idea when we did it. And I'm like, dude, it is cheaper to buy a new fence and leave it in Atlanta <laughs> than just to ship our existing one there and back. So that's what we did, which stinks. Like it feels like a waste. And I tried to donate it. I didn't have a lot of time to coordinate that, but I called some organizations. No one got back to me, but yeah, that was a change. Yeah. I mean, just a, a budgetary change. So, okay. So then the, the follow up, the second part of the question is what were the, what were the new challenges that we faced this year and at Mercedes Benz? Definitely timeline was a major uh, concern of mine just doing it live and having fans there that are entering the gate at a certain time and us having to have the field set up at a certain time, then people can enter merch is going like so much is happening where I can't coordinate it all. And like our budget's not huge for these events. You know what I mean? So we're getting like parents involved and you guys are helping us out of course. And having everything start on time, finish on time, getting everybody out of the stadium, having them have time to eat their food and enjoy the break and buy merch. 
Because if you have a game that goes to extra innings, that stresses you out a bunch. If you have a game that goes to like six innings or a game that goes like where it's 15 to 12, like you're kind of, it's out of your control a little bit, right? And you make these assumptions and promises to the staff members like, yeah, you know what, a game could go to seven innings or eight innings, or we could have a game that's a crazy score with a bunch of walks that takes forever. Assuming like it went to five games and there was extra innings, I was like, this is going to be so close. I'm getting yeah. out of here in time. And I didn't want to be rude to the staff and everything. And I'm sure like things could change on the back end. So that was a big stressor. But so that was something that was changing as well as, like I said, getting things prepared. What was even the question? I don't remember ranting, but just the challenges, just that was, the new that challenges. Was, that, that was that the big faced. thing. That was a challenge that, like I said, was sort of out of my control. But one thing that was huge, Jack, was the initial plan was to enter at 7 a.m., do the field setup, and then have the gates open at 8.30 for yeah. the public. You were able to get into the to Mercedes-Benz Stadium on Saturday afternoon before we went to Lucky's, which was huge. Such a big stress relief. So that really alleviated a bunch of my concerns. I was like, okay, now we're going to start on time. For sure. And there won't be any major hiccups that we encounter in the morning. We can encounter those on Saturday when no one's watching. We sort of have uh, unlimited time. You know, we, knew, mm-hmm. we had noon to three, so we had three hours of setup time. So... That was massive, massive weight yeah. off our shoulders of Sunday morning being way less stressful for everybody. Yeah, I must say, uh, you know, I mean, t- you saw how fast that two hours went in the morning. Oh yeah, yeah. Typically, you know, we would. Um, I, I wasn't in, involved in the setup crew on Saturday, but you know, if that if we weren't able to do that, it would have been pretty much all hands on deck Sunday morning to like get the field set up, ready to go, prepped, and it was really cool from just like not having to do that because it let us like the players get more time to kind of just sort of soak in the yeah, whole, the sure. whole event and the know, whole venue, like, uh, you know, stretch out a little bit, like warm up, you know, mm-hmm. take our time, just really get in the, in the headspace to, you know, go out there and compete. So that was, I, I, you know, that was an overlooked part of the whole massive orchestra, you know, massive of the W event. for us to be able to set up on Saturday Plus, it gave us time to do more fun stuff. Like, not only was the morning not super stressful for you, but like you got to eat breakfast and have some yeah. time to, to like chill for a sec. But before people were like, can we wear a pregame fit, like kind of get dressed up or that sort of thing? And I was like, well, it's going to be super tight on time in the morning. Probably not. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want you to waste 10 minutes then changing your clothes too after that crazy setup. So once we were done on Saturday, I texted everybody, like, if you did bring a fit, like, you're good to wear it. Yeah. Be, we should be fine. So stuff yeah. like that definitely helped. Other challenges too were just like technical stuff. Um, so, like I said, I had we had a walkie at field level to like coordinate um, what was happening on the video board. So, for example, like when we were approaching the end of game one, I was like, "Ready, such and such video." And then once like Kyle made the announcement of what was happening, I was like, "Cue video," and then they'd go for it. So that was like new to me. I never done that before, and we didn't really experience too many problems. There was one time where they queued a video a little bit too early, but it was fine. No one would notice, and then. We had the back fascia, so the fascia on the side that's in the camera shot where it had logos, inning, and score. Uh, In the second game, they reset it back to inning one, and then for some reason the score disappeared. Like you could see the inning and the team logos, but no score. So I radioed up, and I'm like, "Uh, the north side fascia is not displaying score anymore. And it was funny to hear the team on the walkies and like trying to figure out what was wrong, (laughs) but it ended up getting resolved, I think, in time for the third game. Okay. So, but it was funny. It's like stuff like that happens, and it's like we can't just stop this event right now. Like, right. So people are watching. So whatever, we won't be able to see the score uh, on the video boards for uh, game two. But the fascia boards were were really cool. I must admit. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess other than just what we've talked about already, is there anything that you know people might not uh, think about when it comes to planning an event 
of this size? I mean, there's a lot that can go wrong. There really is. And it's wow, probably what, a, what an optimistic. Well, I'm, I'm just saying there is <laughs> like, I was kidding. so stressed out about everything and it's a lot of work for a team of two to try to pull off, yeah. which I think we did a pretty good job. But like if you had a you know, massive team of, of a, with an event coordinator and then a bunch of people helping out, it wouldn't be as much of a nightmare. But, you know, it was a lot of work. It was a long couple of weeks, like three weeks prior to that were just a ton of work. Like I said, we had a super long day trying to finish all the video board stuff. And it was like way out of my league to do anything like that. Like I've never designed for a, like, why am I the one doing the graphic designing for the Halo board? Like it was cool to see it up there and I thought it looked pretty good, but um, stuff like that was a lot of work as well as just like the little, the little things add up to be a lot of things. Something as small as coordinating the turf clay mat for home plate, like such a small task, but having to call, you know, eight different places to find it. And once you find the place to do it, then co coordinating how much are we going to pay you for it? When's it going to get delivered? When's it going to get dropped off? Who's dropping it off? When are they going to drop it off? Where are we going to put it when it's dropped off? When are you going to pick it up? <laughs> Where's it going to be put before you pick it up? Like that one little thing on the field is so much work. Yeah. And you got to just like keep reminding yourself, okay, today I need to call this many venues. Tomorrow I need to figure out like that, 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 then like coordinating breakfast, mm -hmm. like lunch, Jimmy John's, like finding a place that will bring food and deliver it and figure out who's going to pay for it, how they're going to pay for it. Uh, where's it going to be put? which locker rooms the food going to go into like small stuff like that. That's not even in the video at all, but can ruin the day. It adds, up. it adds up. So there's more things I'm forgetting. I'm sure. But like I, like I just explained with the turf mat thing, uh, one small thing is it can turn into a decent chunk of work. And when it's just two people and Kyle's, of course, we're trying to do our normal day to day operations as well as plan mm -hmm. that it's like, way too many hours in one week to work. So, well, you did, you did get a lot of help, help from, uh, I mean, maybe this would be a good time to just mention all the other people that were there helping out. You know, we yeah. had we had Mark, we had Denise, we mm -hmm. had Brendan. Cole Story was there helping mm -hmm. out with yep. the photography. Um, I'm not sure if I got the name of the other photographer that was so there. We had a kid named Andrew Mills. Okay, yes, He's Cole's friend. Okay, so yeah, he was there as well as Ethan Weiner, who is uh, yep Ethan a fit. A famed videographer from the football community. <laughs> he films like all the big national tournaments. So he came down and helped us out. Um, yeah, parents, Mr. Walgate, I had at the front door passing out flyers <laughs> um, and rally towels. And your wife was helping with the merch tent. Sarah, yep. She yeah. got her hands dirty a little Sarah bit. Sarah Agner, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Fun story. I was making the guest list for people to get into the stadium. And Sarah went to high school with me and Jack. And uh, so like I had her maiden name i guess you could say now yeah. on the guest list and jack's like uh, my wife's name is sarah agner not sarah beck and i was like good call <laughs> i'll change that that was pretty was funny. funny but yeah a lot of help uh very very appreciative of it all even at lucky's everyone making signs and uh, getting involved in that and taking yeah. a break from their food was uh definitely crucial to the event as well as you know their staff that was going above and beyond for us couple really two people that were on the front lines but that was new too because last year of course at sofi we had like the people that we worked with to get there Mm -hmm. But then once we were going, it was sort of hands off for anybody at the stadium. Whereas now it was like all these, it was funny, like seeing all the security and staff at the gate. And I was trying to get Mr. Walgate in the door to help like start the event off basically. And they're like holding him up. I'm like, he's with me, let him in. Like, and there's all these <laughs> staff members everywhere and people working concessions and stuff like that. So it was a big operation. It was yeah, it cool. takes a village. Takes a village for sure. And uh, I would love to keep the village growing, but uh, we only sold, you know, the number was around 350 for tickets. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have like a massive budget to work with. Mm -hmm. So it ended up being a lot of work for me and Kyle, but 
Uh, I don't want to spoil too much. I'm probably already, I'll probably cut some stuff out that we said, but overall, uh, I'm excited to talk about it in a couple weeks because I think it went pretty well. Yeah, me too. It was well, an awesome well, event. I could probably give some more details later on, but I don't know. I mean, you got to experience it firsthand, so we can talk about your experience a little later, I guess. Yeah. But I think you enjoyed it overall. It was, yeah, it was amazing. Like the event just top to bottom. Um, you wouldn't think that it was like coordinated by just two people. Yeah. Uh, you guys did well, a really good job and it definitely um, could have been better at times, but yeah, I think from a surface level, the feedback from the people that were there was really good. And I appreciate all you guys that were there not spoiling anything yet, which is awesome. Yes. Yeah. That was that's on the huge. flyer. That's huge. Another small thing. Once again, that took probably, you know, three, four hours one night was making the flyer that said, don't spoil anything. If you're going to be there, don't so be a rat. Don't be a rat, which everyone's been very <laughs> good about. And if you know someone was there, don't pester them in their DMs. I've seen some, you know who you are. I've yeah, don't seen, be that guy. I've or seen girl. screenshots of people that are DMing people repeatedly saying, what happened? What happened? What happened? And that's, don't be that guy. I'm going to put you on the blacklist. Just don't events. do it. Don't be that Just guy. Just don't do it. Oh, World Series predictions. You want to get into that a little bit? Yeah. So I, uh, unknowingly for Jack, Magic and Three, I talked to, well, I know that's Jack's pick. <laughs> But I talked to the other MLW managers, not named Jack or Daniel or Kyle, because mm. Kyle in the video said, I'm not making a prediction because I got to call the series. So we'll respect that for Kyle. Nice. But I uh, talked to the other managers, the remaining managers, and asked them what their thoughts were on the series prior to it being played to give me their predictions. So, Jack, we can play a little game here. Mm. Let me grab my notes. And, oh, uh, I get to guess who it I was? Want, yeah, I want you nice. to. Nice. Well, that's actually a fun way we could, we could do this. Oh. I, I could read you what the person's prediction was and their reasoning why. And you could guess yeah. who it is. You I thought you, I thought, well, what were you going to do? I was going to just have you, I was going to say like, okay, this is Warda. Who do you think he picked? Oh yeah. No, I, let's I, do like the other your, I like your way better. Yeah. I like your way better. Okay. So I'll pop it up on screen now. Here are all the picks as we know already. Uh, Jack has the magic. We'll say in three magic in three. What's the prediction, Jack? Magic in three. Magic in three. We know Dan has the Eagles. I myself revealed in the preview show that I'm taking Eagles in four. Primarily because, and Jack, this is all due, with all due respect, I'm a big Magic fan, but I think the Eagles' offense is a pesky offense. I've seen it firsthand, and I think Bonham's stuff resembles that of my arms, which are Caden and Jordan Robles, in terms of it's not that dynamic on the movement side of things. So I do think the Eagles' offense is going to eat him alive. For that reason, I got the Eagles in four. The next guy I have on the list here, Jack, is predicting that the Magic win in five games and he says, well, this is going to be pretty obvious. <laughs> but he goes, Magic in five. Both teams look dominant as of late, but my gut says Magic in five. I'm excited to tune in from Cancun. <laughs> oh, that's Zerlag. That's Zerlag. <laughs> that one was good. The other ones aren't that obvious. Okay, okay. But that yeah, was that funny. Was funny start. Yes, Zerlag is going Magic in five. Next, nice. Next manager. Let's go. You're one for one. One for that one. That was an easy one. That was a cupcake. That All was right. softball. Next manager says... Eagles in four. The Eagles are a more complete team. They will ground out, grind out better at bats and put the ball in play more than the Magic. Pretty basic. Not a lot. Like of, that, not a lot of hints there. Yeah, I feel like that. Uh, I feel like that might be Jimmy. That is Jimmy Norp. Let's two go. for two. Come Jack on, Agner, ladies go. and gentlemen, he's here. Wow! Come on, don't let the kick get hot. Don't let the kick get hot. There's only two more here. I know. Right Could you go four for four? Could he? I think Could he? I think you will, to be honest. But all right. Our next manager, he says Eagles. And he says Eagles in two games. Oh. He says the Eagles are gonna stomp the magic so Drew badly. Davis. In the <laughs> That's correct. 
<laughs> the Eagles are going to stop the Magic so badly in the first two games. The Magic are going to forfeit so they can enjoy the rest of their trip in Atlanta. Blade Walker's chocolate milk sleeve is going to fuel the fellas. I respect that, Drew. Drew that, would, that would be an unreal video if we just forfeited. Could you middle. imagine? It was so bad you forfeited. I can't imagine. <laughs> it, it wouldn't happen. It probably wouldn't Kyle happen. would not allow it. No. Well, I mean, if you're not going to play, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Eagles in two, says Drew Davis. Last one. Wonder who this is. He says, Magic in four. Magic have the momentum, will, and hunger to win it all. More so than the Eagles, in my opinion. We call this having the juice. It's my boy. That's your boy, Ward. my boy. I kind of knew Wardo would go magic. None of these surprised me too much, to be honest. Even Drew Davis saying Eagles in two doesn't surprise me that much. Yeah. No, it, it would be tough from Alex's perspective, uh, having not beat us in yeah. a game this year to I go agree. against, to go against us. So. The one that was a little bit surprising was Zerlag taking the magic. Yeah. Respect. I, you think he'd go Respect. NL? You think he'd go NL? You thought. But you thought. Who do we think? I think he's just disrespecting the Eagles at that point. That could be. Could be a little inner division rivalry yeah. there, a little shade. I think throwing. that's what it is. I'm throwing respect to my Eagles, but mm-hmm. Norp, I kind of knew would go Eagles because of what he said on the, the podcast pre, we did. The, yeah. Pre postseason. Pre postseason. But uh, besides doesn't that, believe. it doesn't believe. Shame. I don't believe. <laughs> I I want trying to think if Kyle were to make a prediction, I feel like he'd predict Eagles. But I don't know. Kyle's also very high on Grant Miller. Grant Miller always has been. So. Yeah. Uh, it's tough. I feel like he'd probably go Eagles, too. I think he'd go Eagles in five. Yeah, Eagles in five. Mish, unofficial pick, Eagles in five. Mark we'll Schultz, Eagles him. in four. <laughs> Is that a homer pick by Mark, by the way? Picking his own son? I Kinda. mean, he can't go against his own son. What if he did, What though? kind of a father would you be? What if he did, though? That would have been awesome. That would have been legendary. If he put on a top hat. And yeah, a, and, I, a, and a wand. I think top hat wand would have been perfect. That would have been that. That would have made the video better. I'm gonna just. He should have had the eagle it. sign, then hit a Lee Corso not so fast, and then magic had it. That would have been real Lee Corso. That would have been that would have been real Lee Corso. Not so fast. Pulls the top hat out. Nobody believed in them but themselves, and it's still just themselves. Not so fast. <laughs> magic. Magic. That would have been great. Yeah, Mark did a great job. What a performance from him. All time. All, All time. time. I agree. All time. All right, well, those are your manager World Series predictions. A pretty even split there. Uh, Zerlag with the surprise pick, but other than that, I kind of, it was kind of chalked. Mm-hmm. It's kind of chalked, but even split, good series, hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Let's move right along into this week's comment of the week. And Jack, this is a twofer. Yep. And it's directly about <laughs> us. Directly about us this week. Um, comment number one, and this feels personal. I don't know where this is even coming from. <laughs> It's this was a comment prior to the World Series preview show dropping. I think it was on the community page post on YouTube, and it says Tommy about to do the Minecraft villager noises per usual. Do I sound like that? I. Do you know what those sound like? I'm gonna be honest. It's like I'm a, not uh, a big rock. Oh yeah, you, that noise. You doing that though? I feel like I've definitely <laughs> heard that from me. No. Well, like, maybe do it again. No. Do it again. I'm not doing it again. I feel like I have heard that. I'm, I'm not, not a big it. Minecraft guy, so I didn't really get the comment, but then you just made that noise, mm-hmm. and I get not where it it's coming from. You do get where it's coming from. Yeah. That sounds insulting. I've, I've heard it before. But no, but when am I, per usual, doing that is my question. Uh, I feel, I, I don't know. I don't think you do that in the videos. Apparently so. I'm glad to see it didn't well, have any. Can you do it one more time? No. I'm glad to see that within an hour it didn't have any likes. What was it like? <laughs> Was that it? 
Was that it? It's like her. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad to see within an hour it didn't get any likes. So maybe this guy is just going off on a limb here, making a bold just statement. Shade. But uh, you got some throat shade thrown at you too, uh, mm. from Nate Hoover, and he says, "Is Agner part giraffe?" It's a good question, Nate. What's the answer to the question? Uh, Unconfirmed, but this has been a question that has followed me around for my entire life, basically. Actually. Yes. I I don't believe you. As long as I can remember. You have been compared to a draft before. It's been happening my entire life. (laughs) It's been happening my entire life all throughout, like, all throughout grade school, high school. What? Even people in college that an, did not know me from high school would would just say they'd also bring it up and be like, "Dude, you have the longest neck so the I've neck ever thing. seen. It's, it's a, a neck. neck. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. It's probably not evident right now in the video because I'm not. wearing like three different layers. I probably look like the Michelin Man, but it's yeah. I don't know what it is. I've never noticed you having a really long neck. I do have a really long neck, and I this, got a big this, nose. I, I, I guess a bird you know comparison. what. Well, while I guess while we're talking about the neck, I'll bring up. Uh, I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but when I was a young child, actually, mm-hmm. my neck was like, it was so long, but it was not straight. Like it was, it Crooked. had like a curvature to it. Okay. So I literally had to wear like a neck brace. It, it wasn't really a brace. It was more just like a, a pad that would keep my neck straight. Like I would have to, I would come home and I'd have to like, like I wouldn't wear it out in public. Uh, but I would have to, I wore that. That would have humbled you as a kid, I think. It, oh, it did. It did, <laughs> no, just even at home. In public, Oh, though. in public? Yeah. Yeah, I would have been, that would have been horrible. I wouldn't have any friends. I don't think I had to do anything terribly in public before. I I was on crutches for a while, but I, I think that's normal. Yeah. That's not terrible. I had, an arm, I, I had my arm in a sling one time as a child, like really young. No other real, no neck braces for me that I can remember. I will say Wait, giraffes are just really cool, though. So well, I'm not really like that offended necks. by it. You ever seen yeah. a giraffe fight? It's like yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it's it's nuts. It's insane. They're also just like kind of one of a kind animals. It's like there's nothing else gonna, like a giraffe. I'm gonna post a picture this week of you next to a giraffe, and we're gonna see if we see it. I I this comment made me laugh so hard because it's like it's yet not- another person <laughs> that doesn't know me that has like said something. I gotta about, like get a good look know? at your neck, Jack. I've never noticed it being too long. It's long. It's long. Well, for the record, I have not been compared to Minecraft villagers my whole life, but hopefully this isn't the start of something, and if it is, I got to change something, because that's not a compliment, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) Minecraft, what a game. I played that during COVID a little bit. Uh, Speaking of video games in general, Jack, I was humbled. Speaking of being humbled, too, I was humbled Mm. this weekend, big time. Yeah. Talk about how Wiffle Ball's a young man's game. Fortnite came back, the OG Fortnite, big news. Everyone's playing that again. My gosh. No shot. I haven't played that game in a couple of years, and I was I was pretty good back in college. I'd play it from you time thought. to time. Yeah, I was humbled, mm-hmm. and it was embarrassing. By, and by by a bunch of probably twelve year olds. Yeah, there was a there was a tweet that made me absolutely die laughing this morning. I sent it to all my friends, and it was like when you <laughs> it was like when you land Salty Springs and die in in thirty seconds uh, by a kid who was born in twenty fourteen. Yeah, and it was the video of Aaron Rodgers running out of the tunnel with the flag on the Jets. <laughs> And because that's what it was like, it was like, how is everyone still so good oh at this? Like, as everyone just kept playing and I was the only one who stopped playing, like it was unbelievable how good everyone was. So I don't understand. I'm not a Fortnite guy. It was, it was taken off 
the no, market what, now what, and it then just, it's back or what happened? Basically, like they've Fortnite has been a good game and like one of the best games ever because it's been consistently updated. Mm-hmm. Like they've always kept it evolving and evolving and evolving. Same game, but just like new stuff. Yeah, it's not like Call of Duty where it's a new game every year. It's the same mm-hmm. game. It's been just changing like every couple months, basically. So they just reverted back to the or like one of the, the original OG. maps. It's not like a true OG map, but like yeah, like 2017, 18 esque map. They were mm-hmm. they, they went back. So, so it's like the, been it's been five years. But but the game never went away. Game never went away. Okay. But I did hear this was like the highest live player count it's ever had. And it's, you know, seven year history or whatever. Wow. But I feel like I'm the only one who got worse in that time off because everyone else seemed to be just as good as they were before, man. I was getting, I got a couple wins, but I was carried big time. Yeah. I just never, as soon as people, I played it to a point, And then like, as soon as people started building like skyscrapers in like, yeah. like three seconds, like I was like, I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> It was, I'm it done. literally had to be, a, I don't have the, I don't have the time. It or had the to be focus. a part-time job yeah. to like keep up. No, I didn't have, I didn't have the, uh, I didn't have the drive. Well, there's that this might appeal to you. There was a, there's a no build mode. Now there's a mode with zero building involved. You can't build. It's just, so you're like, just, you're just walking around shooting each other. Yeah. Like you just use natural cover, like rocks and trees and houses and whatnot. To See that, hide. that like a real man. Yeah. Like a real man. Yeah. And that's don't what build, I thought. Don't build your tower and hide <laughs> from me. Coward. It's a man's fight out there right yeah. now. But I'm, I'm losing that fight. It should just be fist fights, honestly. I'll, I'll get, get rid of the weapon with my pickaxe. Yeah, just hit the guy. <laughs> I've been there before. Yep. But yeah, it was fun to play. This is my first weekend with not really much work to do um, in months, mm-hmm. and even like the weekend or two that I had off from June till late August, September, even like I was always doing stuff then because like I hadn't seen family in a while or friends in a while, so. I didn't leave the house this weekend. I went to the gym twice, but besides that, I was inside. Good man. Fortnite, football. It was great. Um, I do have one you do have funny story. story. Yeah. I heard, I heard I you have a story. I do have a funny story. Um, so I, I, we've talked on this podcast before, I believe, about one of our players from last year who did not make an appearance on the Magic this year in James Swanson. Swanson. Um, that was not for any particular reason other than the fact that I reached out to James Swanson when before the season started okay um to see what his availability was if he was up for even playing again mm-hmm. blah, blah blah never heard back I called him I texted him I asked Kyle to do the same Kyle never heard back from him I did not know this, by the way. So we just chalked it up to <laughs> he doesn't want to do it or I don't know where he is or what he's doing. And then we post something on uh, Instagram related to the World Series. And I read the comment. Uh, I'm looking in the comment section and there's one from James Swanson that says, I'll take my ring in the mail when it's over or something <laughs> like that. Something along the lines of that. So long story short, I DM him like, Hey, where have you been? Um, and he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was like, like a new phone? I was like, dude, I called you. Like I texted you and he's like, Oh, did you, did you do like this number? And I looked and it was not the same number. Uh, man, uh, the old switcheroo. So the old number switch got me and, uh, I didn't have contact with technically one of my players for the entirety wow. of, um, the MLW season. And he's like, yeah, let me know. Like I'm still around. 
if you ever if you ever need me. You think he would have maybe DM'd you or you'd think. You'd think. I don't know. If he was following the league and seeing everything going on, maybe he would reach out. But at the same time, maybe he maybe. didn't get the number he didn't get the text. So maybe he thought I was just being a jerk. You're freezing him out. And I'm just like, Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk to but him. But if you get a new phone, that has to cross your mind like you might not have my number, you know? I don't know if it was well. You don't get a new phone number every time you get a new phone. No, like he. I, I don't know why he must have got a new new network, an actual number. Which, yeah, you 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 should switch, probably switch let networks. people know who yeah. need your number that you got a new number. So that 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 was just a fun little tidbit. I got a I got a chuckle out of just well the irony of me thinking that he fell off the face of the earth in reality just got a new phone number and then he's commenting. Well, counter argument to this, Jack is. Couple things come up from that conversation. Number one is you currently have six guys in the roster. You can only have six guys at the Meadows. Oh, so he's a reserve technically. Okay. Would did that have to do? With can we? Any, how many reserves can we have? Two, I think. Okay. So, so he, you still reserve. he's still like yours. Like okay. I can't like pick him up for a series unless I like acquired him from you. Okay. Anything beyond two guys, kind of fair game for subs. I see. But uh, but you found this out when was this before or after the draft? You couldn't get a hold of him. Um, it it was pro around that time. I I don't even know. It was because I was, I was say, trying to plan. Because I was, I was gonna say, yeah, would you have gotten AJ if you already had Swanson? I don't know. I don't know. That's t- probably probably okay. Because um, probably. I mean, we really added AJ from like a just another bat to have. Okay. Um. And cause, cause I mean, James wasn't like, uh, you know, he, he kind of did it all for us. He just filled in where he's never he, gotten a hit, but he's been close many times. He's been close. Um, so I think we were just going for more of a, you know, a little better option at the plate. So probably. Okay. That's fair. I haven't had anybody go MIA, MIA on me. Uh, Ben Wilson was a guy who I did not play this year, but. I believe I texted him last fall in the spring, kind of seeing what his situation was, and he understood what was going on. So, all good there. But I mean, a new number that'll that'll throw you a curveball. Good pun. Yeah, thanks. Uh, a slider. Maybe a banana ball. Maybe a banana ball if you're not careful enough. But all right, long pod. Let's wrap it up. Good pod. Next week, Jack. I'm actually debating about this too a little bit. Mm. So let me know your thoughts right now. Next week, we have. Friday is game one this week. Yes. Game two is Tuesday. Yes. So if we upload on Tuesday at 4 p.m. to YouTube, that's the same time as game two of the World Series. Mm-hmm. Do we wait these next few weeks, uh, depending on how long the series goes, and do Wednesday uploads instead, talk about two games at once instead of just doing one game and then like backtracking a week? I think so. I think that's I think probably that might be the right. I don't, I don't know if it's people be like, oh, look, let's pot on Tuesdays, but... I think it makes more sense to be able to talk about the game that just happened the next day versus like both having, of them. Yeah. Yeah. Versus like talking about only game one on Tuesday and then waiting a whole week to do games two and three. It's, it's very confusing. Here's what happened, Jack. <laughs> if we upload on Tuesday, that will be the day of game two. Right. For sure. Yes. So we would only talk about game one though if we, on Monday. Right. So, that's an option to only talk about game one and upload that on the day of game two coming out. I or, think we should do that. You think so? Yeah, I think we should. Uh. Other option is to upload on Wednesday and talk about both game one and game two 
and the following week we would have games three and four if necessary. Yeah. What are you leaning towards? I mean, I like the consistency of the Tuesday thing, but I feel like having a pod drop at four o'clock as well as the video, like the pod just like instantly outdated. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. So. Well, think but about maybe it. the video will get them so jazzed up that they're just looking for more <laughs> MLW content. No, that's and we'll very get even true. more listeners. That's very true. Very true. But I don't know. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. Let us know, guys. Send us a DM. What do you think we should do? Tuesday upload, only talk about the first game, or Wednesday upload, talk about games one and two. Let us know. We'll get the people what they want. But until then, next week we have, of course, something to talk about, World Series related. It'll be either one game or two games, so make sure you guys tune into that. Fun fact for the week is Daniel Schultz loves a good southern fried catfish dinner. Mm. We'll see you all next week on either Tuesday or Wednesday.